This is Jane Hardwick Collins, founder of the School of Shamanic Womancraft. Connecting to our inner dimensions. Inner reviews of transformation. When and how my life changed. Rewilding women with their stories of growth and transformation. Reclaiming feminine knowledge and power. Thank you for joining us. This is important and deep, serious work. So welcome to the podcast series. I am Ayla Myra, your podcast host and story guide. big welcome to the Womancraft podcast and this is episode 21 and we're joined with Romina and Romina is woman, mother, daughter, sister, friend, lover and goddess behind soul birth and so we hear of her four seasons journey and capture her in her five weeks postpartum journey So really a deep honour to join her in this rawness as we go through the reflections of her four seasons and her births as well. Um, Yeah, enjoy this podcast and thank you for listening. Welcome, Romina. Um, Thank you so much for joining us on the Womancraft podcast. Uh, We're just off a beautiful full moon, a very illuminating full moon. Um, in August and so it's a very beautiful potent time to be drawing on your energy and like talking to you about your journey with the school um, which you just told me you've just finished in February this year and so yeah very fortunate to be able to finish with your closing gathering um, due to what's happening at the moment with COVID so yeah it'd be great to hear your words and a big welcome. Yeah um, yeah, thanks for um, inviting me and giving me a chance to be part of, well, just be part deep, deeply of, um, you know, the shamanic, um, yeah, stuff and with Jane and with the school and, um, yeah, so very honoured to be here and to share a little bit of my story. Mm, beautiful. And you're joined with gorgeous Alma, who, yep. how old's Alma? Alma is five weeks now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful so you're ripe in the mama zone and yeah it's actually an honor to meet you in this space too I think it's just beautiful and um yeah looking forward to hearing the cooings of sweet Alma (laughs) I was just saying when we were talking before offline that I'm feeling the the primal calls of like you know the baby um thing for me so yeah it'd be nice and helpful for that (laughs) which is beautiful it's just honoring where my body's at and yeah so it'd be lovely to meet you there in that space imbuing the the podcast with a bit of like oxytocin yeah totally yeah I can feel it already like I'm there yeah (laughs) Yeah. so what I always start off with you know what called you to the school to do the four seasons journey um, I think I got called in because I was, um, um, I just wanted to like experience something different in a, but as well in a way that it all, almost seemed very familiar. So, um, I knew about the school like for a couple of years and I had looked into it like, um, maybe three years ago. Um, but I just didn't like follow through. And then, yeah, last year, it, it just hit me, you know, it's like, I, I need to do this, I need to do this. And um, yeah, I was just like deeply in the search of more, um, 
yeah connection with other women in the in the realm of um like yeah shamanism as we as we call it and um and be able to like experience differently what it is to sit in circle with other women to share in circle with other women and um yeah and just kind of like be really open because um yeah like i i i'm not originally from australia i'm from chile and i moved here like you know quite a few years ago and i have a lot of like friends back home all my families back home and everything so I have taken very seriously my moving here to like really be settled and this is home. And um, so here I just found with the school, I thought like, oh, this is a great opportunity, you know, to just find all of those things, but just on a deeper level. So I just like, you know, contacted Jane and Sequoia and I had a chat with them when I went to one of their retreats um, a couple of years ago when they did a retreat here in the mountains. And um and I was just so hooked, you know. I, I have done a couple of retreats with Jane as well, and I love her energy. I love kind of how strong but gentle she is at the same time, and um and like no fuss kind of vibe. And I was like, yep, she's like I like you know the energy behind all this, so I'm just I'm I'm doing this. This is the year, you know. So I just yeah, I just went with it. Mm. Beautiful. I love this. Yeah, because we met um, online, I think, because um, we studied with as a doulas um, a while back before all this. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I guess, with that weaving in with birthkeeping, uh, you've, you've found that space there. And it's actually really interesting that um, you spoke to, um, you know, like, seeking out community it seems like you had that real clarity on what you wanted um so you know coming to Australia and um did you feel that lack of you know from Chile to Australia that like that real difference of not having connection with family and community yeah I did I mean look where I live here in in the Blue Mountains there is a strong sense of like community but it's taking me a long time to you know, kind of join that community, be a part of that community, you know, really feel at home here. And um, and Australia in general is a very much m- more of a, um, a country where I feel people are, are maybe a bit more independent or like, you know, they, um, I don't know, like more separated in somehow, you know, like you might be 18 years old and the first thing that you do is move out of your parents' house and you move from Sydney to Perth, you know, something like, mm, um, and you yeah. see family, like, you know, maybe in Christmas. Well, for me, home, um, oh, I see my cousins and my siblings, you know, every weekend and we would all have lunch every weekend. And, you know, like it's, there's a really strong um, family kind of friend dynamic, you know, so that was very different here. So I have definitely like worked very hard to, um, yeah, to find that here because, because I am here, you know, this is home. I have my husband and my family here. And and I knew that I had to do something to, um, you know, cover all of my bases, you know, instead of just be dwelling or sad about what I have left behind, you know, because like I've made my choices. And of course, it's not easy, you know, because you miss your family and your like lifetime friends. But um, yeah, I've just worked really hard to have that here too. Yeah. Yeah, and do you feel like that, you know, post-journey has expanded your networking too in the mountains, uh, the Blue Mountains, with like, well, you know, the sisters and then expanding to that in a wider A, a little bit. There is a couple here. Like I, I, I knew someone that did the, the seasons like um, from before and then I've met a couple others after joining. Um, yeah, so he has... It, it has to some extent, but like, no, I, I I can't say that I have like yet, like actually gather with other sisters, you know, but I do have like, listen, one of um, the sisters that did the journey with me lives like you know, 10 minutes away from me. So mm. we see each other a lot, which is great, you know, because all of the other ones are maybe like in Sydney or like, you know, um, further out. So it's so wonderful to have one of my sisters just like, you know, 10 minutes up the road. Mm, yeah. yeah yeah 
I mean, you, can, I mean, you connect in, with everybody. Yeah. You connect with everybody anyway. But um, mm. but yeah, like um, it will be great to have one day a gathering with all of the sisters that are here in the mountains, or maybe Sydney and stuff, and just do a big, you know, catch up. Yeah. 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 Sounds like um, you know, when you step out of um the you know the fourth trimester into more of a space of flow for that considering you've got that beautiful imprint too of community and family and connection something to weave in with the sisters and it's really quite um necessary to have people like you with that imprint to bring it in mm-hmm. to um people that lack that I guess so mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's very very potent powerful medicine that's needed yeah so for me it's just really important like because as I said like you know my um I don't know my friends from back home have been you know my best friends since I was four years old you know from my first day of school or something so um Mm. for me it was very important to create relationships with other women I mean particularly with other women but like obviously with men too but um that could let's say like like provide the same relationship you know someone that like deeply knows you someone that knows your backstory your childhood stories you know your adolescent stories things like that because you know you are who you are today because of all of those stories so um yeah yeah it's been very important to have that yeah yeah oh you can't speak to that enough I, I even um we were talking about that the other day of us getting together I've got a few dear sister friends here and um even some guys too and just in a little group and sharing so one part of when um you this is just speaking to the wide audience now when you journey through the school is you um before going on vision quest or dreaming quest is you um share your life story and even just realizing like oh that'd be so great to do with some people down where I live (laughs) to sit with and all of us have a go of sharing our life stories and really honoring that space for each other because there is a lot of friends that I've really like would love to know and hear them speak for that amount of time and tell us their life story so you're absolutely right like there's that depth of real depth of curiosity and knowing someone um, Mm. that really anchors in that friendship relationship whatever way you could look at it um yeah, yeah and, that, and that intimacy comes from that and I think that's what I yeah I crave and you just nailed it on the head of that's how it works in community isn't mm. it but yeah 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 and look to be honest it's not as easy somehow to be um I mean to make friends when you are like an adult you know isn't it strange you know like it's like you gotta you got to be able to like show yourself and show your shadows and things. And, and that can be actually quite intimidating. You know, it's very different when you're a child, when you're a child, you just, you get invited to play ball. And once you're in, you're in, <laughs> you know, well, mm. so, um, yeah, there's yeah. something like very, um, well, you, you grow a lot. I think when you suddenly start exactly making new friends as an adult that can become like lifetime friends, you know, because mm. again, you're showing yourself, fully and truly mm-hmm. mm, yeah and that real willingness to show yourself I mean the more you show yourself fully and truly then the more you're attracting that authentic you know you can just by get not bypass get through all the other stuff that sometimes we put too many masks on in self-protection mm. um but yeah just to be able to drop in with someone when you meet them um straight away yeah. I think I feel like that's one of the good gifts that I got from my journey too was uh, my awareness of my mask and yeah Mm. Mm. yeah and so what was it like um rolling up for your first gathering how what was coming up for you and how did it feel and um oh I was just I was so excited I was so looking forward to it um um yeah, I, I had a mix of emotions. Like, you know, I had to go away on a weekend and leave um, my husband with um, my three-year-old or so. And they were fine, you know. It's always it's always us mums that um, worry more, you know. Yeah. They were just going to have a great weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but um when i rolled in like oh god i don't know it felt like yeah of course it was i was a bit like nervous because you know you're just walking into a room with all of these strange people and you have no idea really what's going to happen but there was as well a sense of like um just deep um like clean welcoming you know like there was just no walls being put up in front of you when you were like crossing you know that door and someone was saying hello and my name is you know there was just this deep sense of yeah welcome and we're all here in the same the same spot you know the same you probably you know we're probably all feeling the same you know so um it was just so beautiful and and the teachers of course um are so welcoming and you get you receive this hug that is like it's like Pachamama is hugging you you know Mm. Um, so um it was just wonderful it was wonderful it it really it really felt straight away like the right thing to do you know and we were a small group you know it was just eight of us so um it was nice and intimate and Oh, it was just so wonderful. Yeah, as, as as soon as I walked in, I was like, yep, you know, I'm in the right place. We're doing this. And as well, I kind of like talking to myself just to allow myself to really let go. You know, like there's, this is not the chance. This is not the time to be, you know, having um, second thoughts or doubts or like maybe not being sure about sh- what sharing or not to share. This was the time to like let all those masks go and just like surrender yeah Mm. yeah it seems like you really put that intent for it and called it in so you're like right let's let's do this (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. and how did it go um have you as a mother because I know this comes up a bit um this might be really Mm. good to share you just mentioned before about you know it's usually the mum in that situation that worries a bit more and I know my little one was just over a year old and yeah it was pretty hard for me but at the at the end it was like oh just great and easy I just had to go through a process with it of that Mm. you know um I guess I don't like the word separation but yeah just you know transitioning (laughs) How was that for yeah. you? Did have you had like three nights away from your th- like your three year old at the time before um, or any time away? I, yeah, yeah, I had like maybe like a couple of nights when I did that retreat with Jane, or maybe it was one night or so. Um, again, like my three year old is um well he's four now, but um he's God he's such a good kid and he was really not concerned at all and um yeah he was just having a great adventure with that over the weekend you know and as I say exactly it's what we're saying yeah you you go through your own process more than anything for like leaving you feel like you're leaving your child you know and you're hoping that everybody else is gonna like notice this the little details in the needs that your children have like only mothers do you know but um Mm. so exactly there was a there was a big um, letting go of that too, you know, and allowing like, like a- allowing the understanding that like nobody else is mom, you know, nobody else is going to be doing exactly the same things that you do and um, checking on all those little details that only us mothers do. So there was this beautiful kind of feel of, yeah, shedding that skin a bit and just understanding that, um, you know, that he's safe, you know, and that he was safe with, um, with his dad. And, you know, and if he misses me, well, it's, there's a, there's a journey of learning there as well. And he knows that I will be back. And, um, so yeah, I think of course, like I shed a, a couple of tears because as I say, I feel, I felt that you know, it's kind of like you're leaving your, your kid behind, but mm-hmm. I think that exactly those tears are more about, um, I don't know it's all it's it's kind of like welcoming yourself again you know because it's when once you become a mom you're forever a mom and you're like on demand of your children kind of and and I know that you like let go of yourself of who you were previously but it's just a different world you know so it was it was actually really really nice to have a time 
of reflection for just being me and just like my soul you know like my intentions my desires you know and not just like having to put somebody else first Mm. yeah yeah beautiful because I guess that sometimes I mean I'm so guilty of it I remember when I used to baby carry and I used to get like anxiety going to shops if I didn't have like my babies with me because I'd be like they're they're my little like you know protection of dealing with people sometimes it's like like a kind of like a yeah that feeling of like like my little protection and I don't you know just be the mum right then I have to deal with this identity that's not the mum um yeah yeah so that I mean that came up for me a lot like not having them with me and so I had to deal with me <laughs> and strip yeah, that back yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and so gives you the opportunity to not having to look at your own stuff you know so it's kind of like oh okay there's a break yeah. for me but so yes exactly it was just like it was wonderful to have that opportunity yeah yeah and then again you know provide the school creates that beautiful container of safety. You've got a safe space with other women to look at that gently um, and, yeah, flow through that process. Like, Did you find it sort of at your closing gathering um, that you um, shifted a lot of that? Like did, did it come up and shift and illuminate? Um, how was your journey with that through, you know, with the mother sort of archetype and how you carried that to the end um yeah it's interesting um I feel I feel like first there's a lot more of the mother archetype that I need to do of myself with like with with my own mother um that was something that came up you know where it was like oh okay I really have to look deeper into this, um, and I and I didn't you know, like through the journey. Like I I did a little bit, but not uh, yeah, not enough. But as well, it wasn't like I, I wasn't feeling guilty of that. It just felt that um, I just need to, I just needed to go through whatever was happening, you know, instead of just kind of having to always put a task, you know, and just it was just more of allowing what was yeah what was coming and just allowing it to you know yeah. Mm. just come basically mm. but um so then exactly so then as I say I I took that year for like deeply for myself you know so that journey of like that mothering bit on the closing gathering it was um I mean oh god I was really sad for it to all be over you know I was like it was almost like please not this it's gonna be a dream you know I'm gonna wake up from this and I still have a year ahead of these gatherings because this can't be real. And um so yeah, I don't know. I th- I feel I feel like there's a part of me that is probably still like going through it, you know. I'm still like closing gathering or like I don't know if you ever close, you know, it's like there's just this portal that has been opened that like it can never be closed again, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And so you were pregnant during the journey um, and also um, had a miscarriage. Do you feel like speaking to that and how that was over the year? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Um, that was, oh, it was such a big part of it all, you know, because when I, for opening gathering, exactly, I was um, seven weeks pregnant um, and I was just, yeah, so happy, so joyful, feeling so full and like blooming. And, you know, I was, it was a very much um, um, a wanted baby. And um, so, yeah, it was great. It was great. And I was being held, you know, and, um, and I, exactly, I felt like that mama Toto, you know, and, um, and I was tired and getting all the sleepiness and things. But, you know, it was wonderful because I had so many women like really caring for me. Um, so it was great. And like, I, I have two sisters and I know that if I was back home, you know, I would have been like fully cared for and tended to and things. So it was just wonderful to have that there. And then after that weekend, it was actually 
that Sunday when I came back home on that evening that I went um, to the bathroom and I noticed that, you know, yeah, there was something wrong. And um, and it was, yeah, anyway, you know, I contacted my midwife and um, I was planning for a home birth. Then I had um, a, a cesarean with my first, with my son. So I was going to go for a BVAC and um. Yeah, so I contact my my midwife and she's like, okay, look, like let's try and calm down. You know, I mean, sometimes you know bleeding happens or so. But anyway, um, we did the test and did the stuff, and it was like very clear that um, it was actually a miscarriage, and that was um, oh, it was the hardest thing that I've gone through in my life. Um, it was there was something so powerful as well of um like as as women we're just uh, we're just amazing you know our bodies are just amazing and for me it was really powerful to connect to that bleeding you know um i feel like that your body the fact that you bleed connects you to your grief you know because if we didn't have that it would just be like much easier to just try and just get up and get along with your day and it's like oh well things happen but your body is connecting you to this grief and this shedding and um so it it was huge it was huge um we had a little like ceremony with my husband um where we i mean yeah it was at only seven weeks but um we did this little like burial thing in our garden and um and i just like Oh, I just allowed every tear and every sadness and every emotion that I was feeling, whatever it was, I just, it was enveloping me and I just needed to allow it to come. And um, so it was full on. And then the next gathering that we had, I think um, from that, I think it was full moon, maybe. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, it was it was just so healing, you know, because as I say, like, you know, a few weeks had already passed from that and you're still obviously feeling sad and you, and you slowly getting out of that haze and just, you know, like I have a family anyway, you know, you got to just kind of as well keep going. So sitting back in circle with sisters um, was just, yes, yeah, so healing because I was again, like completely allowed to, um, to, f- to welcome those tears, to cry again, to just be like re- deeply immersed in that grief um, that you kind of like live with forever, you know? It's not like that you just kind of like experience and then it leaves your body. It's just it's just part of who I am now, you know? And now I, um, yeah, life is just very different because of that. So um, that gathering was like really, really, really special. Um, I really... I, I have always felt that all of my sisters have like helped me so tightly through all of that because as well, this baby was theirs too. You know, you kind of like everybody's equally excited as you of having a baby. So um, everybody was obviously equally um, um, very sad for what had happened. But um, yeah, then a few months passed by and I fall pregnant again and um. And I'm so happy, you know, so, so, so happy again. Because as well, there's that limbo in between when you've had a miscarriage um, and you're trying again again to fall pregnant and then you get your period again and you're like, oh, okay, it's not happening. You start somehow like almost doubting your body. um, Or, yeah. And then, anyway, then I fall pregnant and it's pure joy. Like, again, we're all so happy again that this is happening. But you have that feeling again of like doubt, of like feeling like, I mean, I spent uh, weeks going to the toilet and just praying that I was not going to see blood, you know? So you're almost in this place of in between happiness and like real fear, you know, please, please stay with me, you know, please don't go away. Like, we really want you in our in our home so having 
my sisters to actually talk about all these things and be honored in all of those feelings and never felt that I needed to be like, you know, moving on from them or like, or not acknowledged, you know, all that um, was really, really, really important in the healing and the welcoming of this new baby. Um, There's nothing like it. I have many other like um, wonderful women in my life, but there's obviously something like real deep that has happened with the sisters through circles. So, um, yeah, not, they, they're just like beyond special, you know, beyond special. You are listening to the School of Shamanic Womancraft podcast series with Ayla Myra. Subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and all good podcast players. beautiful thank you so much for just sharing that journey um really feeling into you know that connection of circle and like you said just being able to share without trying to be fixed or told oh maybe do this or like it's just this is where I'm at and honor and it's honored and seen and heard is um absolutely 100 percent um what we need as women especially going through um something like that as a miscarriage and then becoming pregnant again and yeah being honored for those feelings because they're there you know and yeah yeah. I I feel Mm. that it's very common for women to just nowadays have to you know um not talk about it you know it's kind of like oh Mm. we don't talk about our miscarriages the same way that we don't talk about our menarch or we don't talk about you know it's like we can't, you know, we're not, we're just, we're not built to, um, you know, walk life carrying, for example, a sadness like that, like on our own, you know, we have always been in community. We have always been in village, you know, and, um, we have slightly been like separated from that now. So I, I felt, um, I still feel, you know, that it's very important that women have this space to be heard and to be held through the ups and the downs, you know, and, and, and stop kind of like having topics like miscarriages as a taboo, you know, because it does happen more often than we actually even know, but it's almost like we don't know because nobody wants to talk about it you know? or they're not welcome to talk about it. Actually, yeah. You want to, but you feel that nobody is actually there ready to like hold you, you know? So, Yeah. Mm, I hear you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even in that, um, because we internalize it and then we think our body's failing um, and we've got nowhere to voice it and be heard, then we just continue with that story, right? Oh, my body's failing, so I better not talk about it. Um, Yeah. You know, because it might be something I have to look at as Mm. something, whereas... Um, yeah, it's that whole thing of, you know, because the system's very much geared up towards fail and that word fail. Um, and yeah, it's really hard when you're trying to get support and you usually just go into something like the system and their sort of trajectory of how to manage, um, miscarriage or stillbirth or all of those things that happen. It's yeah, geared toward either fail or success, right? So your body's failing because of X, Y, Z and, um, I feel like, yeah, just being able to um, voice what's going on um, and not be seen as trying to get fixed because you're failing. It's, it's it's usually, I mean, you know, miscarriage is very common and, um, yeah, if we nurtured it instead of looking at it, it's like, oh, you failed and your body's a failure, it's just to be seen and heard in what's going on um, at at that time is very powerful um, and very important Absolutely. in the journey of, yeah. Yeah, it's what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Is that uh, a word? It's failure. You know, it's like, oh, could we just yeah. change that? You know, no, no one has failed mm. here, you know? Like, mm. so, um, yeah, that's a very, like, ingrained word um, in our system and in our society, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, there's, there's mm. a big thing that we need to do with that. Like, yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, so your offerings in the world is a birth keeper, 
um, as a doula and I just said at the start that's how we kind of connected too, which was really nice. It's, yeah, it's nice to see that connection um, go on. It's actually really nice to talk to you too. Like we've, I don't think we've, (laughs) we've just emailed or messaged or something like that but yeah it's really nice to actually chat um so how's that showing up in reflection to doing the journey and how's that shaped your doulering or birth keeping world and I know you're in like just had a babe too so um but you know how how do you feel maybe that will shape um your offering um into the world as a doula um well, I feel like, I mean, because of the journey, I feel that, um, I feel like way more deeply how important it is to be working with women and to bring women together in however way they want to come together, but just do it like, you know, um, like truly and honorably and like deeply and, and magically and shamanistically, you know, like like there's there's just so much power to be had in in women's circles in well we carry this power and in birth is the same you know i mean like i i decided to become a doula after having my own baby um having ollie i've never heard of that before i mean i i I started getting into the world a little bit before i had ollie but i was just it was just never a thing like this is not a concept that I have ever heard of um, back home, not even like home birth was a thing that I've really ever heard back home. It's not a concept, not at all. So, um, so when I had my first, um, look, I, it's what Jane says, you know, we have the experiences that we need to have you know, and they really shape us. And I had, and I made my choices accordingly to like the life that I was living then, you know, and the information that I had then. And I don't regret anything, you know, and uh, I labored and I ended up having Oli um, by cesarean. And that woke up something, you know, it was just like, wow, like I've never felt more powerful than like ever than when I was in labor. And it was full on. It was full on. Um, I do remember, you know, like things that I would have changed would have been like maybe like people around me or like or or how much like impact the people that is around you is actually having in your birth basically that was the thing so when I heard about dueling and I was like oh my god I really want to do this this is just beyond powerful women need to know that they are the most powerful being on earth Um, the sensations that you have with contractions are yeah full on but they're just pure power you know and if you have real guidance with you on that day or right support, you know, it's not, no one's guiding you to do anything, but just right support, then your experience can be, you know, yeah, the most transformational, um, like spiritual experience of your life. So yeah, I just wanted to do that. And I did my training and stuff. And then exactly I joined it with um, the school and I was like, oh my God, this is just beyond beautiful. It's just deepening the, the path. And then, um, yeah, I was, yeah, so immersed in it. And then exactly, and then I had my miscarriage and there was another thing that came up, you know, there was like, okay, now I can support women through this as well. You know, I have experienced this too, like many other women. So I can, I know how this feels, you know, even if you had a miscarriage at seven weeks or you had it at 20 or whatever, um, it's just a loss. So I felt like really powerful on that. So it's like that's something else that I can bring into my doulaing whenever I go back to, um, yeah, to that realm after I leave this um, newborn or baby bubble. Um, so yeah, the, mm. yeah, the journey has been like so 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 pivotal in, um, you know, in just shaping a little bit the way that I the the way the the doula that I want to be for women, you know. And, and and look, I have always believed that you reach out or you reach out to women and they reach out back to you according to like, you know, there's a clear energetic stuff happening, you know, like I might know a lot of training or a, or little training or whatever, like people will come to you because they feel 
safe and comfortable with you, you know? So you're not the doula for every person. So um, I, I deeply like honor that, you know, because I am not necessarily the one that knows all the techniques about acupuncture for birth or, you know, little details, but I, I feel very much connected exactly to my spiritual and my shamanic um, state, you know? So I, I know that the people that reach out to me is because they, that's what they want as also on the journey. So, um, yeah, it's just been very magical to have that with the school too. Mm, it's a good point too um, with going through a, such a journey of, you know, self-inquiry like the Women's Mystery School, like the school, um, mm. that, you know, to be a doula you've really got to work on your own shit, right, because mm-hmm. you you can't be that people-pleaser doula that <laughs> will try and be all of that and then come into someone's space, family space in that way. Um, it's It's a really good uh sort of energetic muscle workout on how you like you said where the doula and people are not for everyone right and so mm-hmm. it's like coming into the school um you feel connected to it because that's what's showing up in your life at the time and you feel safe enough to yeah. pursue that and so yeah it's the same with doulaing it's really important isn't it to make sure that you know that you're not the right fit for everyone and that's okay (laughs) you know it's not don't take it personally or put project anything into that space so yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah what did what did um alma's birth teach you about um you know what yeah what did you learn from alma's birth oh oh my god well so much um, Alma's birth was um, beautiful. I wouldn't change anything. I planned um, home birth as well. I had my beautiful midwife. Um, I had, you know, all of the continuity of care that I dreamt of. Um, my husband was so in, you know, in it deeply. You know, it's like, yeah, this is a perfect thing for us to do. Um, my four-year-old Oli was, you know, so beautiful. You know, it was just so wonderful for him to connect with my midwife as well, and just him like understanding that birth was just, you know, something that we do. Mm-hmm. And then the day comes, I have my doula, my beautiful doula, and my um, birth photographer. And the day comes, you know, and I'm, it's, it's gonna happen. You know, my waters break, and it's like, yep, we're on. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to go to bed to just rest, but. No, no, it was just happening straight up. And um, and I have this beautiful, um, yeah, experience, you know. I, like, I remember getting in the pool and just being the most magical feeling, you know, just like, oh, my God, like, finally a pool of hot water. Like, oh, so great. And I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was immersed in labor, you know. I was, like, really in it. I was going up and down, of course, you know, where I was just like, oh, my God, this is, like, taking forever. And I'm... Um, and then you suddenly got another wave of like, yes, you can do this and stuff. And it was just beyond beautiful, you know, really. I am like, I'm I'm sitting in my house now, like getting all the goosebumps and remembering the day, you know, remembering like having, well, crushing my like <laughs> doula's hands, you know, when you're just going through a contraction and just like voicing it out, which was something that I never did in all these births, you know, like, and I was like really, I, through my birth preparation, I did honor that and just allow myself to like really if I needed to like be loud just be loud you know this was the this was a safe space and and I was loud you know? and it was just so beautiful because it was like almost like my loudness was just like rising through the contractions and um and my and Oli sometimes just just coming to me and like give me a kiss and just he just kept on you know doing his thing like no birth was happening around him and he was just not concerned because he knew that the people around me as well weren't concerned and everybody was here safe and this is what I needed to do to bring the baby. And um, and when you ask him at the end, um, you know, how was what he thinks of the birth and he says like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, you were singing really loud and I thought the house was going to break down. <laughs> and I thought it was just like the most beautiful thing, you know, like he actually thought that I was singing. Oh, he thought cute. that I was singing this baby down, 
like bringing the baby earthside um just beautiful but um but look it 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 was amazing but we did, we ended up transferring as well and um and I ended up having a second Caesar and that was huge because um there was a part of me that was like upset you know because it was like wait I have done everything to make this different this time around you know I've chosen to give birth at home and I have made all of my choices you know like all the things that I want here, the people that I want here, like everything has been because of me and the choices that we have done as a family with my husband. So I felt at one point then like that your body is almost like, yeah, cheating on you, you know, it's like, hold on. But at the same time, I was like very much, yeah, I was so well supported and held and my midwives were, you know, holding hands there and just be like look this is just what we need to do now let's try like because I mean we 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 transferred to hospital just because Alma's heart rate started to just to fluctuate a bit a little bit and my midwives weren't just like not comfortable anymore with what was happening I had been in labor since like one in the morning and by then it was like seven o'clock in the at evening um, so it was like, it was taking a long time. So we were hoping to just head to hospital to like, maybe, you know, I don't know, just see what happens, you know, maybe get an epidural and try and like rest a little bit and then just keep going, you know, like the, we can still do this. But when I got to the hospital, um, um, well, eventually Alma was the one that called it cause, um, the meconium came out and because I had a previous cesarean, there was just like really no discussion of and allowing me to keep going and um and when that happened equally as when it happened with Ollie's birth I was just like very firm I was like okay all right we have to do this you know like this there's not a moment anymore to just be doubting or to just like think that I haven't done enough you know because everybody around me knew that I had done enough and I was just like okay she just needs to come the way she needs to come, you know? Um, and I think my journey with the school had a huge impact on the, on that, you know, on, of, on, of me being able to like be so, um, yeah, just strong. I'm going to use the word strong because I do feel like that, you know, and like powerful in my space. Um, um, because, like, you know, at one point, the, when, when the obstetrician on call is just telling me, like, yep, yeah, okay, this is what we need to do or whatever, you know, and you're still, like, laboring, you're still, you know, having contractions and everything. And I'm like, okay, I, I just need a moment to talk to my birth team so you can just, you know, leave the room. Thank you very much. You know, it's like you're not going to oblige me to do something, you know, especially when you don't know me and you don't know my history. And I felt, like, really powerful then, you know. And it's like, I was almost like, get out. i got to talk to my real midwives, you know. And they agreed, you know, they agreed that this is what we needed to do. You know, they were just, we were at that point. And, um, and I, yeah, so having experienced um, the four seasons and all of the, oh, I don't want to like use the same word, but like having, you know, all of those experiences of the four seasons really allowed me to be the person that I was right there you know, at Alma's birth, with all the ups, with all the downs, with all the fears, with all the love, with all those things, I was like, I have done this, and I, um, one of my birth affirmations that I had around at home was, I sit in circle, and that was for me very powerful, because I was just like being held by all the women in my life, they were holding me through labor when I was here at home and I could see them like around me in the pool. But at the same time, I knew that they were all holding me, you know, at the end when I was just having to like, okay, I'm going into theater, you know, and I, this is a journey that I have to go again. So I was never alone. And I, I feel that I was very um, prepared because of the journey, you know, um, as we say, when we do the four seasons, you got to allow yourself to like shed all those masks, all those layers 
and uh, and allow you know whatever needs to come up to come up and in birth it was exactly the same you know I'm I mean when we were like having to fully make the choice to transfer when I was here at home I you know I crashed I was like devastated um I was crying and like and um yeah, devastated, you know, but at the same time, I, I, like, I, I was be able to, I was able to, like, regroup myself and just be like, okay, round two, you know, we got to do this. And, and I feel that, yeah, again, a lot of that strength comes from, from the sisterhood. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just feeling that incredible amount of strength, um, especially in the transition moment. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Such, um, especially in the rawness too, it's still very fresh. Um, um, so yeah, to be able to gift it to me and to people that will be listening, it's um, yeah, deep, deep honor. I'm bowing to you at the moment. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, you're so welcome. I mean, look, it's what you say. Like it's um, it's very fresh, and there's still lots of. Um, processing to do around it because yeah as I say like I feel very powerful and strong and I know that I I really did everything I could you know like I did labor at home and I only moved because my midwives tell me like okay we gotta go if not I would have just kept going you know even that you feel like oh my god you can't keep going because it's been so many hours anyway like I felt exactly like I I, I would have I would have just like done it but um there is a there is of course a part of me that still needs like deep processing um of of oh gosh i don't know so many things you know it, it's it's like why is it that for so many women birth is so easy and so simple and they birth in 6 hours and then their breastfeeding journey is so easy and and for me you know it's like i have done everything i could and then i still ended up on the other side you know it's almost I don't want to use the word unfair because it's not it's not that, but it's just like what did I do? You know, what did I do wrong? And so there's something there that as well needs a lot of processing because yeah, there's nothing that I did wrong. You know, it's just like yeah, I don't know. It was the journey that I need to have. You know, but it's but of course there is a guilt that comes with that where it's like why can I just like birth my babies? You know, what's what's happening there? And um and then you know. That's exactly the question where we need, you know, it's like I I, I did the the um, pregnancy course that Jane um, you know, released um, only a, a few months ago. And there is a deep work then that, you know, that you that we got to do to be able to like birth our babies, to just like look back in our lives and, you know, um, see those little triggers that always come up in our births in our birth journeys and I feel maybe look maybe there's a deeper work that I haven't done yet maybe there's something a, sh a layer that I haven't shed actually or something that I haven't discovered yet that is like blocking me you know or maybe it's just my body you know maybe that is the journey that I'm supposed to have in this lifetime and I don't know who knows you know but um I do feel like immensely powerful and immensely grateful for, you know, my, both of my children, regardless of how they came into the world. Um, you know, I am their mother and I birthed them and, you know, and I care for them and they're, yeah, they're my life, you know, but of course, um, I am also very grateful to have the chance to be, be going deeper into these, um, questions and, um, yeah yeah and again it's I'm just so glad that I have the school behind all of these things the season the four seasons behind all of these questions behind all of these like big birth journeys because it um yeah I feel that you need you really deeply need to connect to that spiritual and shamanic state of yourself to be able to like answer these questions sometimes you know it's not it's not our our um how do we say it like our Oh, like our cold side that needs to kind of like come and answer these things is actually more of a, like our heart like shamanic side that needs to come and answer these questions you know so um yeah deeply grateful for that oh yeah oh that last part thank yeah exactly the nurturing side that can help you with that 
and not the, um, it's like we were talking before about failure, you know, your body's not a failure. It's, um, there's so much dimensions to this. And um, instead of looking at um, it into, you know, why um, it's that nurturing side, the, you know, the shamanic, the, the dimensions, all the different aspects that come into this and um, you've got this beautiful toolkit and support and circle um, mm. surrounding you to, to dive into that deeply um, in a, in that, you know, and may it be gentle for you. I, I wish you gentle unfoldings and, you know, gentle, um, gentle wisdom as you go through this journey into diving deeper and yeah again thank you for sharing that that wisdom and I really look forward to um you know in the future seeing how that shows up into um that you know like that question why how that weaves into your birth work as a doula and supporting other people um Mm, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. look I am I am I did do um, a regression once um before before this you know like um before I was pregnant I think or I was pregnant I can't remember um and it was very powerful because I saw myself like in my own birth and I was born a cesarean um I was born at seven months you know like I'm very fragile little baby and I remember that regression so vividly you know and uh it was just such a powerful, powerful tool to bring onto like my own birthing journey here with Alma. Um, so again, I feel there's just something maybe deeper that I still need to look in deeper, you know, and maybe for my next baby, if I have another baby, I'll be, you know, I would have hopefully traveled there just deeply into that journey. And maybe the, at the end of the day, this will unfold differently, you know, but um. Yeah, who knows? Mm. Who knows? It's a we're we're on a lifetime journey, I guess. You know, we never we never end. Yeah, and that's the mystery, right? That's the beauty of the women's yeah. mysteries. It always brings us back to like zero, <laughs> um, and just loving loving that beautiful mystery with curiosity and um, yeah. and just that knowing too that um, if your kids decide to want to call in children in their future lives. Um, how much more of you going into that depth and diving in um, just, you know, it's that thread, right? And um, mm-hmm. you're not, you're breaking patterns already. So instead of going, I yeah. had a cesarean, my body failed, I'm going to shut this down and pretend it never happened and, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that, yeah, that was one like of it, the things that I like, you know, I talked to my husband as well with the type, the way that I want to raise my children and and the woman that I want to be, I have always said, like, you know, this ends here, you know, the whatever broken red thread or whatever it's like that's happened before with like my mom and their mom and back, 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 you know, like this ends here, you know, I'm starting like a new thread, basically, you know, or a thread that is coming with all of that, you know, of course, because I can't like forget and I can't leave it behind. But here's where we're making the changes, you know, and I am like, I'm so, so committed to do that, you know, to show my children that there's another way, you know? Yeah. Mm, Absolutely. And just even thinking of your sweet little four-year-old saying that you were singing the baby down, you know, absolutely you were doing that. Um, And just his support and that imprint for him um, because in his eyes it it doesn't, you know, he's just seeing this beautiful, strong mama that's singing (laughs) And that's that's so magical. It's, it just makes me feel so emotional because, again, know. you know, it's like he's got that imprint, right? So, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful, yeah, it's just beautiful tears, you know. You just feel emotional because they, exactly there's just so much beauty, you know, and um, yeah. Mm. And here oh, I am, you know, right now, paddling my five-year-old, you know, baby girl, yeah. you know, and a new mermaid, and um, and I just can't feel, you know, more than just beyond grateful for life, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I'm absolutely 
just beyond grateful for you and today and to be talking about this. So, yeah, thank you. Like in all your rawness, I just so much gratitude for sharing this. And um, I like to kind of um, finish it with if you can feel into um, women that may be like, mm, I don't know, or, you know, you know, like feeling into going on something like this journey, um, is there any wisdom that you would like to say and offer um, to those women um, or to anyone that might be considering and just, yeah, what would you like to say to that? <laughs> um, oh, what would I say to that? I would say just dive in, you know, don't be... Yeah, don't don't doubt it. Like I think I think it's almost like if you are doubting it, there's even more reason for you to actually do the journey, you know, because there there right there there's a question, there's a purpose, you know, there's a reason to go and like reach out for something like the four seasons. Um and I feel like whatever the experience is for women you know that um, new women that want to join the four seasons um it will be magical however that looks like you know um they will be held they will be heard they'll be supported you know the love and care and um sisterhood that you will get from it is beyond anything that you have ever experienced and also it's not just about what you gain from like others, but it's something that you gain like from yourself. You know, it's, it's like everything you need is within you. And the school or the, or the four seasons is only like a door to that portal, you know, and um, not only a door, you know, it's like the door, most amazing, beautiful door into that portal of um, awakening and, um, yeah, revelations and beauty that is already within us, you know. So um, I hope all women get the chance to do something like this in their lives. Um, and yeah, and reach out and reach out to other women if you f if you feel that you need to have a talk about it first, you know. Like connect with other women that maybe have done the the seasons too, you know, to talk about their experiences and um. Yeah, and just just go with it, you know, because yeah, you will it will be a life transformation experience, especially when you go out into your vision, um, into your solo quest. Um that I mean that for me was incredible, like incredible. Like the the fasting bit was like the easiest bit, you know, really. It's like you you're concerned that you're not gonna do um with food. It's like, man, that's the least of your worries, you know? You're like, um, it was just magical so 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 magical you come out of that experience somebody someone else someone else completely um so yeah i just want to send mm. my love and my support to all women that are considering doing this and um and yeah sending all the love and i hope they do because there's this magical sisterhood to be found within the school oh beautiful you Thank you, Romina. You're an absolute goddess. I just, again, I just I'm like I'm in awe at the moment um, for where you're at and your wisdom. So such a Thank you, beautiful Martha. space to capture you in and I'm really excited about your journey and, yeah, just feeling, yeah, oh, sending so you good. the support and gentle gentle love yeah, too, your way. You know, like I was like so honoured to be mm. um doing this you know as I say this the four seasons has been a life-changing experience for me and like if I can share all of the all of the things that happened to me within that year you know in just life um I feel yeah deeply deeply honored yeah mm. thank you sister and I want to say thank you as well to like um Jane and to everybody that is behind the school that are you know making all this possible and to all of the beautiful teachers that are you know holding space for every single one of us you know it's massive sometimes you get like little journeys I mean with small circles you know like us and we were just eight and it's very intimate and sometimes you get 
you know, 50 women in a, in circles. And it's, there's just a lot, a lot to be held there. So like very, very sending lots of love and so grateful for all of the teachers behind all this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent because, um, yeah, that's the showing up, isn't it? It's like the calling just yeah. continues and yeah, my full respect to Jane and all the teachers for the you know, yeah. the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for acknowledging. And, yeah. 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 Because at the end of the day, you know, even for them, you know, that they have been doing the inner work for so many years. Um, every time that a teacher is holding space for like a new circle to happen, then that's them doing work for themselves too, you know, because we're all learning something new every time from every single woman that you know that that's this um that that's the journey so as, again you know it's a lifetime um yeah lifetime experience lifetime learning of shedding of like yeah so yeah deeply yeah. deeply honored to be doing it all together yeah yeah absolutely just brings it back to that circle doesn't it it's held yeah. in circle not you know every teacher's a student every student's a teacher like it's just that's the space of the circle and the power exactly. so Mm. yeah okay thank you appreciate it and yeah thank you (laughs) for more information on today's inner review with photos and how to connect head over to schoolofshamanicwomancraft.com forward slash media forward slash podcast Subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and all good podcast players. We are all in this together.